Welcome back to the Epiphany Effect, episode 10. And this week we have Allison the Brave here to talk with us about her summer and our summer. What? I said, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're not being loud enough. So, Allison, do you want to just kind of like overview your summer real quick? Wait, high low buffalo of your summer. High low buffalo. High. Speaking specifically about the internship or just the summer in general? Anything. Because high would have to be my trip to the Holy Lands. I don't think you guys would. Low would probably be coming back to work without Ben. Like, that was difficult. Because I was without him for like a week while you guys were in Trek. I was the intern. Was he sick or no? He no, just he was with busy. us on track. Yeah, I remember that. I thought there was like another reason. Like a that was the first week he was sick, and I was alone on that one too. <laughs> first week. So it was like a month that you were interning with no guidance. <laughs> that's that insane. Not very nice, Ben. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's. Knocking down another launch for you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Buffalo. Uh, what's the buffalo? Like, like anything like random, weird, random at all. Um, uh, I learned how to make Bowser's breath. That's the most interesting thing. What is that? Also, popcorn. Yeah, it was so good. It was. It was good. at Mario Night. You weren't here. No, it was, it was like popcorn with like spicy chips. Yeah, it was so like good. all the spicy chips. Like interesting. Mm. It was delicious. Did you like it? It was a lot. I would only do like a little bit less because he put in like a giant popcorn bag. Hmm. I could have done just a little bit less and it would have been perfect. All right, perfect. So, what's your high low buffalo scene? Of the summer? Of the summer. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You just threw me for a loop. Yeah. My high? I'm going around the circle. All right. Oh man. Okay, my. work camp actually I've really liked work camp and I've never done it before work camp or meeting the kids at the orphanage on the Mexico mission trip they were fun and then my low probably trek I just don't like it I just don't but I still go but the passing out part really wasn't but also oh my I could have been getting baptized was good too yeah that was another high um yeah, passing out was not it. Um, my weirdest was probably becoming like good friends with Keegan. Or not good friends, but. Good friends with Keegan? Wow. <laughs> no, just like actually to the point where I'll say something and he acknowledges me. Not even like, we're not even friends, but like it, I consider it to be best friends because I worked hard for that standpoint. I'm working real hard to be friends with Keegan and Quinn. Like, really hard. That's great. <laughs> What's yours? I think my high, there was one night at um, at the camp we went to, Camp 51. That last night of worship. Oh, really? That was fantastic. That was awesome. That was my high. Um, I don't even know how to describe it. You can just feel, feel all this room. I don't know if I've ever felt it. 
ton of people came to pray with him. It's beautiful. I had to wait in line. I was like, come on, I'm dying <laughs> over funny. here. Um, oh, I don't know. I think I had to, had to wait for some things that I could like move along myself. So that's probably, that's probably a little at work. Maybe starting a podcast. That's pretty crazy. Did we, did we, I thought we. <laughs> that was this summer. Oh, yeah. that's so long ago. I know. Yeah. That's that very, is so it's random. It's pretty random, yeah. Whenever I think about it, I'm like, I'm on a podcast. Like, that's yeah. so weird. Yeah. But it's fun. Yeah. Okay. So, if you had to pick, and this isn't really a hard question, but let's make it look like it's a hard question. Who do you think your two favorite youth group members are? <laughs> Okay, let me give you some like requirements of who your favorites. High school only, <laughs> uh, upperclassmen only. So the freshman, sophomore don't count. Junior, <laughs> seniors count. Um, let's do one boy option, one girl option. Just you know, keep it equal opportunities. Um, the boy can be a senior, and the girl could be a junior, and you can't flip that around actually. And yeah, so let's go from <laughs> If you need more help, I can narrow some more people down for you. Honestly, I don't know all of your ages and your classifications. Okay, so I, I, can, I can help. Right Those American school classifications are ridiculous and complicated. Like, I don't understand. What? <laughs> oh, you've been to Australia. Never mind. No, like, I don't, I don't know if anywhere else in the world uses, like, um, what is it? It's freshman, sophomore. Uh, junior and senior, like, why not just use 9, 10, 11, 12? Because freshmen are freshmen, and sophomores, no one cares about the sophomores. Yeah, was, uh, the sophomores I don't remember my sophomore year in high school. I had two of them in college, so I remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, juniors, you're like just almost there, and seniors are the old people. That's debatable. But then you go to college and you start over. Yeah. Round two. But why, like, why use those names instead of numbers? Because numbers, they get too high. Get too high up. Much yeah. higher high school. Yeah, nine's a big number. How many people can count after ten? Okay. Uh, you should get taught. I'm a musician, so I only have to count to eight. <laughs> At the most. <laughs> so, what did you get? Did you get anything out of the experience of coming to? Intern. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, I learned how to teach and talk in front of students. That's cool. That's very important, apparently. And <laughs> um, I learned how to plan things out better because I'm very much go at the seat of my pants kind of person. Ben is not. Amen. Oh no. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. He scripts everything. Out, which is very nice at some times and very frustrating at some times. And then it's just a different way of thinking, but it works well together to have someone who's not a planner and who is a planner. But I definitely learned how to plan a little bit better for 
What made you want to intern? Why come here? Why come here specifically, Northside? Yeah. Um, well, my family is in San Antonio, so that was a huge... Oh, so you just live with them? No, I... Because wow. they live on the other side of 6th and oh. so it's a little bit further away. Um, so I live with someone right next to the church, instead. But on the weekends, I can go home. Make food for my weeks here, which is also very nice. Um, I wanted to do student ministry specifically, just because the way my brain works is I have to prepare for the next step. So I went from a music internship um, my first year in college to a um, mission internship, so that I could see students and talk to students but not be responsible for them and then student ministry is diving into youth end from that and then who knows what's next would you do it again like student student i would do it again i don't know if student ministry is where i'm called so mm -hmm. if the opportunity itself in my path maybe but I think I really want to go into chaplaincy so I want to get closer to that field. What define chaplaincy for the listeners? Um, a, ch <laughs> a chaplain is sort of the pastor or a group of people who are going through a similar struggle. Um, so there's military chaplains who um, pastor over soldiers going through all of that. There's hospital chaplains who go and see sick people, um, preach to them, tell them it's going to be okay, um, show them a little bit of God, answer their questions. Um, there's chaplains pretty much in everything. There's firefighter chaplains. There's um, hospice chaplains. There's... Do you know where you want to do it? Like which specific chaplain you want to do? The dream is military, possibly Air Force. That'd be cool. Almost like a holy advisor to a group of people. It, it's definitely needed, especially in the military where they like fight for our freedoms, um, and they don't get the freedoms the same. So I sort of want to give that religious freedom to them. Yeah. Um, they go through a lot, too. Oh, yeah. So it's important that they get that kind of support. Um, after this summer that you've been working with us, and I mean me and the rest of them, I'm just <laughs> us, um, do you think you like kids more or less after this summer? I love students. Always really like students, and I think I will always love students. It's a very good quality. More nor less. Can your love just expand and expand for students, or it's just like I just love them? Love is immeasurable. <laughs> I like that name. <laughs> um, I don't think it could get any bigger, but I love them. Imagine if love was quantifiable. Yeah. 
three buckets of love for first two. <laughs> we got so much left. I'm so sorry. Can't do it. After the summer, you had four buckets. <laughs> Were there times where you got annoyed by kids? Oh, yeah. Like they bothered you? Like they frustrated you? Like. Are you like digging for something specific? Well, I would ask, but it's considered rude, so I wouldn't. No student in specific. Oh, just kind of like, just the whole... Yeah. There always gets to be a point where there's like a breaking point during an internship. And if you ever experience it, you will. There's a breaking point to where you're so frustrated, but you are like almost done. You have to keep going. Um, And I have hit that point this summer, and I kept going. That's where you get like a strong. Experience. Was it close to the start of the summer or the end that you hit that point? I think it was closer to the start just because Ben wasn't here at the very beginning. And then I went on my trip and I came back and Ben was still not here. (laughs) So it was very difficult to get here at that point. It's impressive that you did. What will you miss the most after this, from this summer, from this place, from me? What are, what are you going to miss? I'm just no. From this, you, like, internship, what are you going to miss the most going back to boring old college? Um, well, college, you have to look a little bit harder at what you're doing to see the benefits from it. Um, when you're doing the work, you see it. Like I said, I watched your podcast to get ready for this. I can see that you heard my lesson, and that was a lot. So it's you don't get sort of that feeling in school. Yeah, I'll learn this. <laughs> cool. It was a great lesson. Um, where did you? Did, was there a time where you think like you can think back and you saw God the most? Like like right then, like you were like. Whoa. Probably right after I broke up with my ex. That was probably the moment when I knew that I had to figure things out for myself. And then everything sort of found its place correctly after that. That's a big deal. That was the last thing I saw coming. It's the hard times that make your faith stronger. Oh, yeah. It's cool looking back. In the moment, eh, not so much. Are you ready for your speed round? Sure. Ten questions. Hand picked, hand created, crafted by me, actually. Gosh. Okay. Do you want to do it? I think you should do it. Alright. No, I think you should do it. Okay. What's your favorite color? Yeah, it's kind of small. Blue. You can't zoom in on here? Okay. Blue is the favorite color. What's your least favorite food? Least favorite food? Sweet sweet potatoes. I don't like sweet potatoes. They're so gross. I don't know the good thing about sweet potatoes. They're so good. No, there's not. Sweet potato casserole? It's about the way you prepare them. No, it's not. 
it's not. <laughs> that's a controversial so opinion. Wrong. I feel like that's crazy. They're so bad. That's your least favorite? I, There's got to be something worse than that. <laughs> fake Cajun food. Oh, yeah. I don't like fake. Do you like sushi? Sushi. Like sushi. No, you don't. <laughs> On occasion. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. What are like you minoring in in college? <laughs> what am I what? <laughs> Majoring. <laughs> typo. Biblical text and preaching. Wow. Uh, scented candles, yay or nay? <laughs> These questions are fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> they had to be interesting. For scented candles. Yeah. Okay. Favorite pair of shoes? Is it that pair right there? No, I like combat boots. Nice. Ooh. Very nice. What's your favorite movie? I haven't watched a movie in so long. I am a TV show guy. Okay, favorite TV show. Trinity Gilmore Girls. Ah, that's it. <laughs> was that a. Oh, dang it. No, it was oh. like a. Oh, it's so good. Oh, I see your thing. Not Saved by the Bell. It's close. Thoughts on crying. What are your thoughts on crying? Yeah, I'm a crier. Yeah, she is. It's, <laughs> did you know? It's healthy for females to cry. Exactly. Because we have too many hormones. It balances us out. Nice. It's scientific. I cry for scientific purposes. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking like it's an argument against me. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just cool. telling you. <laughs> nice. Um, do you have a celebrity crush? No. Who your celebrity crush is? Everyone <laughs> has one. I don't know actors' names. I just know them by their... Character. Yeah. Uh, Tell us who Kirsten. It'd be Jess from Gilmore Girls. Ah. It's a good one. But the late, later. Later Jess? Not early Jess? No. He gets bad. <laughs> uh, would you get Would you get tattoos? Yes. How many would you get? Um, When I'm 25, I'm planning to get a whole arm. Oh, yeah? Nice. A sleeve. Is that okay, it? Just one arm? Just the one arm. So which arm? That one? What are you gonna do? I. So have you seen Glee? I know exactly what you're talking about, but I don't know. Just, I don't think I've seen it. Um. So sure when. <laughs> when Finn dies, Puck uh, says this line at his memorial service that the box in between um, your birth year and your death year your whole life so I want to get that little box right on my wrist and then I want it to explode with symbols for my life to be like that's I'm living outside cool. of the box that is cool. my life that's very cool I like that pen or pencil, <laughs> pencil. that's a good answer all right good Why? speed around I'm not good at writing and so I need to erase things mm. Did you know they make erasable pens? Erasable pens? They're not good though. They're terrible. So you said that when you're in college, right, or in school in general, it's hard to kind of keep your focus on the goal or um, see the reward for what you're doing. How do you think you can keep your focus on that and stay motivated? Um, looking at why you started. Uh, it's very important when you go to college, and it's why I don't say college is for everybody. You need to know why you 
are going to college to get through college. Um, especially like from last year, I went to LCU because I didn't know how to read the Bible correctly. And so I went there because I wanted to know more about God. That's my why. So whenever I lose focus or I lose that want, I go back to that. Look how far I've come. Why? Is it, you're study, studying biblical text and preaching. Is it hard? Does it get tough to like, I'm just curious, like when it, that's like what your school is, does that like sometimes affect your relationship with God? Like you're like, all I've done is read numbers today. Like I can't even think about doing Devo. Does that, does that get tough sometimes? It does if you, um, it, it's less hard for me just because I don't uh, study with devotionals. I study with uh, music. And so my uh, way of being with God and communicating with him is not through reading. It's through something completely different. I like that um, focus on the past rather than your guess of what the future will look like. It's easier to actually stay anchored in something that's already happened. Like that's solid your why for why you started. Whereas like where you're kind of trying to aim, if that's your focus, then that why can go anywhere. Yeah, and it's also with like God, your plans can be changed at any point in time I learned that with my ex and so just like being able to focus on the past and be know why I'm doing this as long as it's with God's why doesn't really matter what my future looks like it's just gonna be God it's cool if there's anything specifically you can do to like see God in the moment, like it's easy, I think, to look back and see God in your life over the course of, like, you can see how full timelines have played out in their own stories and see God in those. How can we see God in the moment? Um, most of the time, I see Him in the moment through my community, through um, whoever I surround myself with. I am not seeing God at that time. They're seeing that past happen at that time because we all have different timelines. Um, and so if you're not seeing the good from the past, God from the past at that moment, they're seeing God from the past at that moment. Or someone else is seeing God from the past at that moment. You can go to them and say, hey, I'm struggling right now. <laughs> How can I see God through you? Sure, and it's a lot easier at like Christian school to do that. Nice. I like that. You gotta have it in community. Keep you anchored. We can circle back to the lesson we talked about tonight. You were in a different class from us, right? What did you talk about? You talked about anger, right? Or no? Is that a different topic? Yeah, I brought that up to Sarah and she's like, eh. We started a video series called The Box. Have you heard of it? Yeah. 
It's basically how the video is, is it's this white room that's called the box. And each video they have an artist of some sort doing their medium. Um, like today was a painter um, painting this abstract art of uh, astronauts with like blue in the background and a mockingbird coming out of some flower. It's beautiful. And while that was all going on, um, I forget the name of the teacher that was speaking, but he was talking about how things can't always be measured, um, like faith, love, God, um, and it's okay that they can't be measured, um, and it's okay to not know um, that this is true, but that's where faith comes in. Um, that's basically what our lesson was. Um, I really liked the songs you picked, I, uh, or who was whoever was leading the song choices for this week, because one of them I think spoke specifically to that. Yeah. And it, I used it in the last scene. It's really well. Yeah. Know you well is an awesome song. We used to do it a lot. We haven't done it in a long time, but. That line, I don't know how you're going to make a wave, but I know you will, is so powerful. I think feelings in general, whether they're like love or anger or whatever, like they're important to have and be in touch with, but they can't dictate your actions. There has to be a process that kind of reasons them out. And so that's a little bit of what we talked about tonight about how there's no reason to be angry. Does that kind of summarize the lesson? Yeah, like when you, in the grand scheme of things, like when has anger solved anything? Yeah. Is that what we said? Righteous anger is not ours. It's God's. And so why should we ever be angry at any moment? That was the lesson. Or maybe act on anger. Yeah, it was like you can be angry but like acting on your anger, like that's not your job. Yeah. Like Which any is emotion. Very hard for me personally. You're an angry person. I just get angry. And then I get happy, but like I get really angry. But that's that can be a powerful thing. Because anger and emotions and love and all of that is like a flame. The way it was always described to me was a flame. That flame goes everywhere, causes a fire, but if it just stays right there, it's light, it's beauty. That's cool. Yeah, the, this part is what I struggle with. You feel things. But I'm excited for the I'm excited for the lessons. I do feel things very strongly. Because we're going, the guy, he wrote this book that I have and I've read like many times, but I don't, I haven't like, I can't fully grasp the concept, but I think if I'm like, I don't know, 20 other people, I feel like maybe it'll help. And I'm just, I'm excited to go through it because I think anger is definitely a big struggle. Not only with me, but like everyone has anger, but you know, there have been some angry moments this summer with some people and you can just see it. You don't even have to be involved in it. And hopefully you get 
show that down. Have you always been a reader? <laughs> I had no idea that you read books. No, I don't like reading books. <laughs> but so this when you book, brought up I that book and you were like, yeah, I read that book six times. I was like, hmm. <laughs> so there are like two books that I like. Like, I really like them. And there's one author that I really like. You know who Francine Rivers is? Not <laughs> and I used to really like reading and now I just I, I can't stand it like I can't actually physically stand it I've tried so many things I've tried audiobooks I just don't like it I can't um, but then I'm a book of all times picture yeah. so I, I have to like it at least a little bit yeah there's so much that you can get out of it and I like the concept of it but I can never actually get into it I read a book called Atomic Habits. That was an incredible book. It was life changing. That's when I started my second brain. <laughs> second brain? Yeah. Yeah, he'll, he really, he can really dive into that topic if you want to hear about it. I think I, think I need to put an episode on the podcast about the second brain. <laughs> you can invite that other, uh... Luke, yes. Have, Luke have you met Luke Perkins? He's led worship in church. Possibly. He also has a second brain. Like, does he genuinely have a second brain? That's so strange. Yeah. Did he read the same book? It's a different, but it's a different book. It's called uh, Building a Second Brain. That's what the book title is called. And it's written by another guy. But the book Atomic Habits, like, made me realize the need to take advantage of life and time and be in the present. And Building a Second Brain made me do that. Mm -hmm. present. I haven't stressed since the day I started it. Like, period. So it's like... Mentalizing? Yeah. Almost. I don't try to remember anything in my mind anymore. So every thought or anything that comes into my mind goes either to my calendar, reminders, or my uh, note database. And those are my second brain. I used to have access to his second brain. <laughs> and I have the time of my life. Because every night you write his little thing. I'd read it. <laughs> I just go in because it's like she had access like, to it. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to show me one thing, and then I had access for like the rest of it. And that was back when he was like basic and wasn't really into the second brain yeah. as much as now. And it was just I just lived my best life. So is this like a document, or is it an actual thing in your brain? No, 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 no. Like no. my brain can't keep track of all that. It's an online. Okay. It's like a note database. That makes more sense. I can like, I was like, put connections between notes. Anyway, <laughs> being present is powerful. Especially like when something happens in the past and you're letting it affect your present or, and then like when like that's all done and you're like in the future or whatever, and you look back and you're like, things would have been so much better if you had just like let go or just like left it in the past. I think it's like shows you how important it is to just be in the present, which is a big deal. Trump cool. We talked about that tonight when we were having our little connected meeting. She suggested that's been huge for the community. But we had a Bible study talking about what is true worship and how we can do that. And being present is one of the things that we talked about. Like, if I'm always leading worship thinking about the last time I messed up, like played a wrong chord, dang it. If I don't move past that, then I'm not going to be able to worship myself or lead others in worship. And then even thinking about the future, like what song is going to come next or what am I going to play next or whatever. Any part of me that's not in the present can't be worshiping. 
helps you like stay focused on the true meaning of worship, which is not the music. It's the one you're worshiping. So. That was a really cool poem, a cool thought that I had here in class. Like, it doesn't matter what I do, whether it's worship or faith or whatever. It's about him in any way. I can just do this much, and God's going to make it this much. It's pretty sweet. It takes a lot of stress off of you. It takes a lot of stress. <laughs> it's a three-part question, but I'm going to say it all at once. If you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? Where would you be located as a tree? And how would you be killed as a tree? Like, how would you die? Like, would you get, like, chopped off, chopped down? Would you get uprooted by a tornado? Would you just crash of old age? Like, you know what I'm saying? Put down for scientific research, yada, yada. That's a deep question, man. <laughs> I have a really good one for next episode, too. Oh, well. Hope you wrote that on that one. <laughs> it's always in the back of my mind, actually. Oh, it's a constant it's my favorite. It's my favorite icebreaker. <laughs> oh. Um, I'd be a Christmas tree. I'd be a pine tree. A Christmas tree. Like one of those fake ones? No, so like that a, you could be anywhere? A real Christmas tree. Oh, like the I would be here in San Diego. Would be turned down for research because I'm in San Antonio. That's good. I like that. I remember one time we spent a, a Christmas in Colorado with the Grove family, which is the family that started the Mexico mission trip here at Northside. And we, it was Colorado, we've never seen snow before, and we hiked like a mile to find a Christmas tree. <laughs> and they climbed up in the tree. I was like, Eleven, maybe, and he climbed up in the tree with the chainsaw and was like crouched in the tree on the branches. Like it was a pine tree; they're not sturdy branches, and just crouched in it, I'm trying to saw off the top. It was so, oh, it was <laughs> so sketchy. Funny. Um, yeah, I would not be a pine tree. Maybe a gum tree. Oh, or what's the kind of tree that's like enormous? I think it's a sequoia. Those things are huge. Like, like the they're ones so that there's like big. a bridge under? Yeah, it's they're like so massive. big that you could like carve it out and drive a car through without killing it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's crazy. That's like really cool. forest. I want to call them so cool. Yeah, so wherever those live. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can move so... it anywhere. You can move her tree? Well, she moved hers to San Antonio. Wow. Yeah, I moved it here. Okay. <laughs> 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 I know. I don't know. As a tree, I don't know like what I enjoy. <laughs> you know. Thinking about it too logically. <laughs> I mean, I mean, does a tree enjoy you the cold or the hot? You are a sequoia. A sequoia. A sequoia. A sequoia yeah. tree right now. Where would you want to be right now? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. See, I think it's too much. I know. I, I think too much about these questions. That's the show. Australia. Yeah. Why not? Okay. A sequoia tree in Australia. And how would you die? A bushfire from in Australia. <laughs> okay. Is that how you want to be dead? That's just how it goes. Okay. <laughs> um, I would be a bamboo tree. Is that what they're called? Bamboo. Stalk. Bamboo stalks. Stalk. And it's a tree. Could be a tree. 
<laughs> bamboo forest mean forests are compiled of trees. That means no. bamboo is trees. They're trees. <laughs> They're trees. I want to be a bamboo tree. <laughs> First ever bamboo tree. <laughs> I would like to be a traveling tree, and oh, so like I would reside in San Antonio. But then I just travel to Europe and to New York. I how would you travel as a tree? So I've thought a lot about this. You know, I don't know if I ever showed you. I do have a Google slide presentation of the reasons I would want to be a tree. It's actually five pages long. Um, <laughs> but basically, I think what I would do is become compactable. And I would just kind of fold together. And then I'd have a tree <laughs> hugger. You know those people obsessed with trees. I just... He put me in his backpack and take me places. <laughs> the Lorax. Exactly. It's true. It's how it would happen. And then he'd build me back together like Legos. And I would be so. And how would I want to be killed? That's a lot. I, okay, I know. I, well, this is a little outlandish. But if someone was getting chased by like a murderer with an axe, like in a horror movie, I want to be the tree that stops like the swing from killing the person. So I die, but the person lives. There's one singular bamboo tree outside of the hotel in California, and he's trying to kill the girl, but there I go, right there, and I save her life. So that's exactly how my life with a tree would go. <laughs> so yeah cool thanks for joining us on episode number 10 of the epiphany factor with allison the brave tune in next time for the episode with ben which ben has been waiting for for a long long time unless he makes one more comment he might be coming next time so stay tuned <laughs> <laughs> bye wait you didn't say reef out oh yeah reef out there we go <laughs>